If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals achievements. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Hollywood Hustle. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside TJ Rosine, broadcasting here in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Special thanks to our friends over at PGC Basketball. Lead them up, Team Snap, and Shot Tracker for all their support of The Hustle. Today, players, we're going to be talking about closing the gap. You may sit there and think, what does closing the gap mean? This is uh, inspired from our good friend Sam Allen. Closing the gap, what this means is the gap. The gap that we refer to here is between what you know and what you do. I think this doesn't always this doesn't only apply to just players, TJ. Mm-hmm. This gap, having to close the gap between what you know and what you actually do, this applies to everybody. We all need to work on closing the gap and identifying, all right, this is what I know to do. This is how I know to do it. This is what I know I should be doing. Unfortunately, it's not what I always do. And how do I make sure the things that I know that I should be doing are the things that I do more often? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we all fall victim to this. And, and we probably ebbs and flows. There's probably high points where you're doing the right thing. And then there's low points where you know you should be doing something different, but you, you don't. And Sam Allen, he continues on. He says, that gap, that gap between what you know and what you do, that is where success lives. It's in that gap. Okay, And he says that gap also, though, contains all of your excuses, all of your self-limiting beliefs, all the things that hold you back from your potential. All right. So you, you know what you're supposed to be doing, TJ, but you don't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and in that between where you know what you should be doing and not doing it, it's filled with excuses, all these different reasons. And I can't do it. And I'd rather be doing this. And I want to put in work, but not really because I'd rather stay up and play video games and do different things like that. If you can get past that and close that gap, that that right there, TJ, is where success lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I, gosh, I always have to slow that one down and think about it. It's like give a practical example. You know, so like what do you know? Well, you know maybe a great player and you know what they worked on, what they did to get there. And you feel like you have that same potential, but you're not actually putting in that work. And so even though you know what it takes to get there, which not every player does. Well, actually, most players don't even know what it takes to get there. But say that you did learn, you did search it out, and you did figure out what it took to get there. Well, now you know, and you're not doing what it takes there. So your success lies in between. The fact that you know what it takes to get there, you're in this place down below that, and you have to climb the ladder to get there and not being willing to climb the ladder. And so... That's a very tough concept to handle, very tough thing to understand, to put into perspective. But most people do it their entire life. It's not even one of those things that you conquer, I think, most of the time. I think most people their entire lives, there's a lot of things they know better and still don't do better. Um, but I often tell athletes, when you know better, you have a responsibility to do better. Hmm. Um, but I think it's uh, definitely a tough lesson to learn. 
I think you bring up a good point, and, and for me, I'm sitting here just thinking, like, well, how do I know what to do, right? Because you, you can't talk about doing better and, and doing the things you know you should be doing until you know what you should be doing, right? If I'm a 16-year-old athlete, TJ, I'd love for you to, to share some advice. What, what should I be doing when you say, like, what I, you know, I, I know what I should be doing? Well, what should I be doing? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm 16 years old. I, I know what I want to do today. I want to go swimming. I want to do this. I want to play video games. Like, what should I be doing? Yeah, well, you should, you know, you should be training according to your aspirations, you know, so, I, you know, it depends. I mean, if you have a desire to just, you know, make the team and have a good time, maybe you train according to those and you do more swimming, more gaming, more whatever, right? But if you desire to get a college scholarship, if you desire to be a starter, if you desire, like, if you desire and you have great aspirations, then you should train according to those. And I think where, you know, the excuses and the failure and all that stuff lies in that same gap is that same place where people have these dreams and aspirations of being a – college player or a starter or a leading scorer but they're not paying the price that it takes to actually be that so then that's where the excuses come in well i didn't have this well i didn't do this i didn't know what to do i and so you one of two things happen either you fill that gap and you do what it takes or you don't fill that gap and you feel frustration and that's when the excuses start coming so what should you be doing training according to your aspiration what does that look like it's you know it, it varies but i think being able to uh put down really to measure what you're doing like some a young athlete asked me today you know an email that i responded to a young athlete that i'm invested in is a really fine young man and um what does he need to be doing he needs to be measuring stuff so i I said hey listen go work out and what kind of workout should i be doing i said well let's just stick let's just stick to something simple let's just go with the warrior 300 workout let's just break it into body parts let's just go chest and triceps and abs all right and you get in 300 reps today i don't care what you do how many you do of each one just pick it just get started now you've got a starting point the next day do 300 of back by whatever so there's some sort of physical because you know the the better you get physically at doing that stuff the more the little things matter but first of all you got to build a base same thing with shooting you know, go to a place where you can make 500 shots in under a certain amount of time. Then go to a place where you got to shoot faster, and you just got to build up. But I think what you should be doing is measuring and charting whatever you are doing to close that gap. I'm so glad you brought up measuring. I had a player very similar ask me, or in, in conversation, they're spending this summer, and this summer is a really important summer for them. And, and the phrase is just, "Man, coach, I'm putting in work. I'm, I'm going to be putting in work this summer." And it's such a vague statement, right? And I think all players say that, oh, yeah, I'm going to be putting in work this summer. And I simply just asked the question. I said, how do you know if you're getting better, getting any better? And he simply said, oh, well, I'm going to give it all that I got. And I think you need to be a little bit more strategic on that. You know? And I love that you said measuring because that was one of the two things that I suggested to him. I was like, one, you've got to measure your performance to make sure you're actually getting better. You need to create a baseline. But then secondly, I said, you need to find someone who's where you want to be and see what they're doing and try to emulate it. Great opportunity for you to learn from like a mentor. But, you know, ask a player that is where you want to be and, and is achieve the things you hope to achieve and say, hey, this offseason, what does it look like for you to get better? What are you going to be doing specifically? And maybe try to mirror that because you hope that they've learned throughout the process of ways to close the gap. And, and the things to do. And now that they know, maybe you can emulate that. But, you know, none of this works unless you work. And I think that's so important. 
right? None of this works unless you work. You know, if you're trying to close the gap between what you know you should do and what you actually do, you can know what you're supposed to do. You, you can know and have a whole plan, even to TJ's point, have a whole plan and, and have, you know, goals to say, I'm going to do this and do this. But so often it just gets, it, it, it starts and ends with the fact that a lot of players just aren't willing to work. None of this works unless they work, TJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't close the gap unless you're willing to put in work. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and uh, it, it's better, I mean, if you can start working smarter than harder, too. I mean, smart and hard work really well together. Uh, but I think it, that's why we're talking about measuring and stuff like that, so you're not just working hard. You know, the whole, you know, if I had to chop down a cherry tree in 24 hours, I'd sharpen the axe for 23. You know, that whole, that whole mindset is, is, is pretty intelligent versus I'm just going to run into a wall, run into a wall, run into a wall. So, but the harder part of that is just sometimes getting started. So even if you aren't doing the right things, just getting started is a really good place to, you know, to start because you're actually going to progress yourself forward and then you can get more detailed on down the road. But, uh, you know, that, that gap is, is the consciousness of knowing that that gap is there is probably the first thing to know that I, here's what I know and here's where I could get and I'm not doing what it takes to get there. Oh. Then you just have a decision in front of you. Am I willing to do this or am I not? Yeah. And I think there's some ways to help enhance your efforts to closing the gap. You know, it's going to require some self-discipline, okay? And, and players, I think some ways to help you in that make the things you want to do easier, okay? M- make it easier. And, and what do I mean by that is, you know, let's say, let's say you want to cut back on how much time you watch TV, all right? Well, you know what? If I were to go into your room, and let's say that's a goal, TJ. I, I'm, I'm watching too much TV. I'm 17 years old, man. I'm playing video games, this and that. I'm just on my TV, in front of my TV, just so much, right? I'm in my room just playing, playing, playing for hours. I, I need to cut that back because I know I shouldn't be doing that. I should be doing this, but there's a gap there because I keep doing the thing I, I shouldn't be doing. Why is the TV still in your room? Why is the video game console still hooked up to your TV? Okay. What if you remove the TV from your room? Would it reduce how much time you watch TV in your room? It absolutely would. You think that's a bold kind of thought. Wow, I'm not, I can't move my TV. That's crazy. I can't get rid of my, you know, move my video game. Well, well you could if that's what you want to do. You know, there's studies that say, um, I remember reading this thing, players, I thought it was really interesting. There was a hospital and there was a cafeteria in the hospital. And over the span of, uh, they did this study, players, and over the span of a month, they sold, I forget the number, but they sold this tremendously high number of Coca-Colas to the staff throughout that hospital. So almost like, it was something like 80%, 80% of the people that worked at the hospital came through and in the cafeteria, TJ, bought Coca-Colas hmm. because they put the Coca-Cola stands right next to the cashier registers. So one could say, think and say, wow, that, those people that work at that hospital really love Coke. <laughs> they really love Coca-Cola. I mean, 80% bought Coca-Cola during their lunch breaks for an entire month. So the next month they changed it and they moved the Coca-Cola to the back of the cafeteria and they replaced those coolers near the register with water, water bottles. And over the next month, actually 80% of the staff at the hospital drink water bottles. Mm. Okay? 
sometimes it's not necessarily what you want. It's a matter of convenience, right? And sometimes the convenient things are getting in your way. So why don't, if you're trying to improve your habits or close the gap, why not make the things that are going to help you close that gap be more convenient? Yeah. Right? And the things holding you back, make them less convenient. Because I promise you, if playing video games means every single time you got to go get your video game console, get it out of the closet, come back to the TV, hook it up, set it up, reset the TV, do all that process, and it was a pain in the butt, it took a little bit of time, it would cut back. But because it's so convenient, you just turn it on, no big deal. Yeah. You don't even think about it. So for you, if you're trying to close the gap, think about some things in your life that are distracting you, that are prohibiting you, that are keeping you from that. And, and if you're trying to overcome them to help you build that more discipline, make those things tougher. Yeah. Right? Like if I want to eat healthier, like let's remove some of the unhealthy food out of my eyesight, get it out of the cabinet, move it somewhere where I don't see it every day, and I promise you I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to close that gap because I'm creating an environment that helps rather than hurts. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I think that uh, that's – I do that all the time out of convenience, right? really specifically on my food choices. I'm working. I got to go and – closest thing is mcdonald's and you got to get something fast and i when you start breaking down how many decisions you make out of convenience it's a ton yeah there was a habit coach that goes into a house and he's working with this family to try to help them build better habits and the family the mom and dad we just we watch too much tv right we watch too much tv and he goes into the living room the, the habit coach and I, I didn't even know there's really habit coaches mm-hmm. out there but hey he goes into the living room he says well explain to me why every chair and every couch and every sofa in your living room faces the tv if you're trying to not watch as much TV, why do you have everything pointed toward the TV? Why not turn the chairs actually in the opposite direction? Or have the chairs face each other instead of facing the TV? Right? Because naturally when they face the TV, you're going to sit there and you're going to be inclined and pushed to watch more. Changing the environment, changing some things can help you close the gap. But this summer, players, as you are going through the process of trying to improve, think about the gap. Think about the things you know you should be doing, the things you should be doing less, and think about the things you need to improve upon and and do more of, and evaluate, how can I close the gap? How can I get rid of things that are distracting me? How can I enhance the things I want to do and do more of it? Challenge yourself, players, this summer to close the gap. Listen, I am Adam. He is TJ. Together, we are the Hardwood Hustle. Until next time, we're out.